the scapegoats podcast the show where josh that's me talks about some things Yu-Gi-Oh for uh, a little while and today i want to react to the brand new magic specter support cards that everybody's talking about i have not read them yet i have just seen that people are talking about these things and i guess this week um it's kind of I, I didn't really put out like a full length Yu-Gi-Oh related episode. I just kind of reacted to the Silent Force things uh, earlier this week, and this will drop on Wednesday morning. Um, and I guess this week we'll just do like three mini episodes or something. So I'll find something to react to Friday. And then next week we'll drop a full length episode uh, on Monday for you guys to listen to. So, yeah, that's the plan. I'll probably do like minimal editing on this thing, too, because it's going to be a live reaction. And to to kind of warm up a little bit, uh, my experience with Magic Specters is not a lot in a way um as le- at least as far as like the pure deck and most of the magic specter cards um these cards were out when i first jumped into the game i believe and um they were never a meta threat uh the deck itself pure anyway from what i can remember it was more so it's just you know a pretty slow like normal summon search a card set some cards like stunny type deck right and if you're unfamiliar with magic specters completely um, they have a couple famous ones that most people are familiar with, but um, overall, the archetype is made up of pendulum monsters that don't actually have pendulum effects, right? They have scales, of course, so you can use them as pendulums, but um, no pendulum effects, just monster effects. They also all share the effect that they cannot be targeted or destroyed by your opponent's card effects, and that's really good to, uh, you know, you can't be impermed, you can't be valored, and invalidates a lot of different Uh, interaction every single one of them having that clause but it was balanced out more or less by the cards themselves not really being that crazy um to go over some of the effects they have one where on normal or special lets you add a magic specter card during the end phase uh to your hand which is cool um they have one that searches a spell specifically on normal or special one that searches a trap uh one that searches a monster and uh, one that sets a Magic Specter spell trap from deck, but can't be activated this turn. Uh, and the most different one is Kieran, the boss monster, which most people are familiar with and is the one that has been on the ban list for many years. I was playing when this card was legal, and I was making heavy use of this card. And this is the one where, quick effect, you can target up one pendulum monster in your monster zone and one monster your opponent controls and return them both to the hand. Um, is once per turn, um, but also cannot be targeted or destroyed by opponent's card effects on top of that is really good because it's an interaction that was really hard to get rid of. Um, they also have some spells and traps, which rather than like one being an omni negate or omni removal, they kind of have it split up differently. One is a is like solemn strike plus um solemn warning. In a way, if you tribute a wind spellcaster monster, you can negate a summon of a, a special summon or a monster effect activation, destroy it. Um, one is tribute a wind spellcaster, which they're all wind spellcasters, target a monster you controls and banish it. Um, one targets a monster your opponent controls and shuffles it into the deck. Um, you know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, right. So just like the the plan was just to summon the magic specters, use their effects to search these spells and traps and control the game that way. And interestingly, even though Kieran ended up on the ban list, Magic Specter Pure, from what I remember, did not really have the tools to use Unicorn that well. Unicorn is a level six, but the deck itself didn't actually have a pendulum scale higher than six. So you couldn't pendulum it out. You had to like regular tribute summon Kieran. Um, But Kieran was a heavy part of the deck that was ultimately responsible for me completely falling in love with Yu-Gi-Oh. I kind of talked about during my... uh, like whole Yu-Gi-Oh! journey experience thing, PK Fire was really my first real deck. 
And I did like playing that a lot. It was very fun. But it wasn't until I really got Metal Foes, which would play three copies of Magispector Uni- uh, Raccoon Bunbuku to search Kirin um, and make it a consistent play that you get that out as part of your end board. Um, that's the deck that really made me fall in love with the game. That's the one that like I would just be in my room doing test hands and just like solo playing for hours because it was just it was just so fun. And overall, too, um, you know, like my opinion on Magic Specters, I, uh, you know, Emerson, for example, like you can pigeonhole him into a type, right? If it's like a machine or a dragon, he's probably really into it. And if it's a machine dragon, it's just it's just game over. Like that's his he's going to play that deck for like 10 years. Right. That's that's how he works. Um, my typing's a little bit different. Of course, being a big anime fan, I'm a big fan of the anime art style, so I like my archetypes to be made up of anime women, preferably. Um, but second to that, I do like playing uh, cute little creatures as well, uh, which the Magic Specters are. So I really love Boonbuku, um, probably because of nostalgia and whatnot. So I've been playing in that Drake in my Draco Slayer deck as well. Um, but yeah, get, saying all that is like I'm I'm kind of excited for this Magic Specter support, like. Even though playing against the deck was never that fun in my experience because it was so like slow and stunny, um, you know, I it, it's it's nostalgic, I guess, right? Because it's right around the time that I hopped into the game. So what I'm hoping for is I'd like for it to be good. And it sounds like it is from what I've heard people saying. But I also, you know, you guys know me, I'm not a big like, you know, combo off for 10 minutes, put up an unbreakable board. I'm not a fan of that play style. I don't really like doing it very much. So I'm kind of hoping these like kind of keep the the essence of the deck as well and kind of keep it like a slower, stunny deck, maybe speed it up so that it's a little better at like holding advantage and isn't so reliant on a normal summon or something. And yeah, just hopefully something that, you know, keeps the essence of the deck. That's my favorite thing with new support. The one thing I hate is when like you get a new card and it's like all the old cards are not useful because it's all built around one new card and you just, you know, go generic combo from there. That's not my style. Uh, but also, um, I've been playing the Draco Slayers a lot, and uh, Pegasus is a card that not only works off of Draco Slayers, but off of Magic Specters as well. So these are potentially things where even Draco Slayer is that type of combo deck that I'm usually not a big fan of, but like these may be able to work in there kind of depending, right? So who knows? Maybe this is good for Pure, maybe this is good for a variant or just generic Pendulum. I don't know. Let's just freaking get into this thing, though, because I feel nice and juiced and the first thing here again i'm just going on Yugi organization reading the article i'll drop that in the description as well if you guys want to read along with it um first thing here they say though is kieran on his way home um i don't know i've uh you know i haven't thought about it much because that card has just been so op i think in the grand scheme of things now it's probably not any more broken than some other cards even though it is still very good so with this new support though i could definitely see it coming back to one so let's jump in first we have Magispector Porcupine, which is, of course, a wind spellcaster pendulum effect. It's level four, um, pendulum scale two, 1500-1500 for its stats. And there's only four cards here, by the way. Um, a pendulum monster, an XZ pendulum monster, a link monster, and a spell. So very interesting. Uh, you can only use the first and second monster effects of this card's name once per turn. No pendulum effects, of course, here, sticking with the theme. Um, during the main phase... If you control a Magispector monster, quick effect, you can special summon this card from your hand. Okay, that's already good because that's one thing that Magispector, I remember it struggling with is it's very normal summon reliant, right? And so like you normal summon something and that's and you search something, that's kind of your turn um, unless you open really well. But here, 
you get some extension. And let's see. Uh, second is second effect also once per turn. If this card is normal or special summoned, you can target one Magispector spell in your graveyard. Set it. Okay, seems solid. And of course, the third effect cannot be destroyed by your opponent's card effects. Your opponent cannot target this card with card effect. So this card seems actually like even though the effects kind of seem pretty normal, um, this card is actually really good because in Pendulum specifically. Right, Electromite is gone, but you can still make Beyond the Pendulum. And so ever since Electromite and Beyond the Pendulum came out, most Pendulum decks operate on the axis of summoning those cards first. Right, because it opens your link zones for you to Pendulum summon more, um, and those cards are really good to help further your plays. And this, you can start with Boonbuku. Boonbuku is now a one-card um, Beyond the Pendulum or the Link 2 of the Magispectors. Who knows which one is going to be better? Um, and so the fact that it can special itself like that is already fantastic for Pendulum in general. Um, and then it's got a second effect where you can target a Magic Specter spell in your graveyard and set it is really good. This is the type of card design I like where it's like you can use it in other things as an engine, but if you're playing it in pure Magic Specters and you're using the spells, then you get kind of like an extra bonus on top of that. So that seems really good. Really good start. Um, let's move on to the XZ Pendulum Magic Specter Draco is what it's called. Wind Spellcaster, XE Pendulum Effect. It is a scale five. So I think all the other Magic Specters are twos and fives as well. And it's a rank, excuse me, it's a rank four, 2300 attack, 2000 defense. Okay, so this one does have a Pendulum Effect. And let's see, you can only use the Pendulum Effect of this card's name once per turn. It's only one Pendulum Effect. If you have a Magic Specter or Draco Slayer card in your other Pendulum Zone, you can add one Magic Specter card from your deck to your hand. Then you can destroy one other card in your Pendulum Zone. Okay, so that is really good because that is just straight up Majesty Pegasus uh, from the Draco Slayer deck. That's just straight up her effect, um, which is a pretty good one. So it seems like if you can make this as a rank four and then get it in the scale somehow, um, which I'm sure the monster effect will tell us how we can do that, um, then it, you can combo off more. And monster effect, so this takes two level four monsters, of course. If you can pendulum summon level four, you can pendulum summon this face-up card from your extra deck. Okay, cool. You can only use the first monster effect of this card's name twice, up to twice per turn. And so there's two monster effects. The second one is just a normal one. Or actually, no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. Um, first effect, if a monster or monsters is tributed while this card is face-up on the field, you can detach one material from this card special summon one level six or lower wind spellcaster monster from your deck. Okay. Okay. Now I understand why everybody is uh, thinking that Kieran is going to come back because guess what's a level six or lower wind spellcaster monster uh, that would be in your deck. That would be Kieran. So this having that effect, I mean, theoretically it could get any magic specter, which is pretty good. Um, maybe some other things too. Um, but this is a pretty good indication that Kieran is probably going to come back, but it's if a monster is tributed while this monster is on the field. Um, so that's cool. It's a trigger effect, which means like theoretically it can be triggered on any turn if the condition is met. Um, and you can use it twice per turn up to twice per turn. So there must be a way with these last two cards, the link and the spell that you're going to tribute stuff. And I should mention, I don't know if I didn't, um, the old spells and traps that Magic Specter have do require you to tribute a wind spellcaster monster. So I guess what you can do, right? The gears are turning a little bit. Porcupine that we just read is a level four. Um, do they have any other level fours? They got a three, 
Yes, they have three other level fours as well. Um, you can summon one of those, get your search, special summon this. If you have a spell engrave, you can you know use the effect to set that back. So theoretically, you have whatever you searched plus that spell. Overlay both of those into Magispector Draco. Uh, and then you'd have to get another monster on field, actually, if you're going to end up tributing something. But, uh, but anyway, it, its second effect is if this card in the monster zone is destroyed by battle or card effect or tributed, you can place it in your pendulum zone. And so I feel like this works pretty well with the Draco Slayer still. Dynoster, the fusion, you contribute um, pendulum monsters to special summon that or to fusion summon that um, as like a contact fusion. So that's a way to trigger that and get it in your scale. Um, that's also a way to tribute other pendulum monsters to trigger this first effect to uh, to special. Um, and now that I look think about it, let me check Dynoster um, and see if he can only be specialed once per turn. Because if not, if you can just get out a bunch of pendulums... Um, and this card, you can just tribute. Let's see, must first be special summoned by tributing the above cards, blah, blah, blah. Okay, it doesn't look once per turn. So if you're playing multiple Dynoster, you can trigger this multiple times if you have enough material to summon two Dynoster. So that's cool. Um, let's move on, though, see if we can figure out how the rest of this all works together and go on to the link. Uh, this could be scary, <laughs> depending. These first two cards seem very good for the deck, and you always got to be careful with Pendulum Link 2s. Um, but let's see what we got here. Uh, it's Magispector Orth or Orthris Nue, new, um, something like that. It's a wind spellcaster. Uh, it's a link to effect monster attack 1500 and its arrows are bottom left, bottom right. So it takes two pendulum monsters, including a Magispector monster. Okay. So this is generic enough that you can, again, just run a Magispector engine in your deck, um, in your regular pendulum deck to make. Um, and it only has one effect and it's once per turn. If this card is Link Summoned, you can activate this effect. You cannot special summon monsters from the extra deck for the rest of this turn except Magispector and Draco Slayers. Okay. Also, add up to two face-up Magispector Pendulum monsters from your extra deck to your hand. Then you can add up to two Magispector Pendulum monsters with different names from each other from your deck to your extra deck. Okay. That seems... Really good. And sorry, sometimes I have to read things three times to like make sure I digest it properly. Okay. So it's going to lock you into Magic Specters and Draco Slayers. That is good. Um, because if you want to keep comboing with this, it's a powerful effect. You can only go into Magic Specters and Draco Slayers. I like that. Um, add up to two face up from your extra deck to your hand. So if you have two Magic Specters in your extra deck, you get those back to hand, and then you can put a different two from your deck into your face-up extra deck, and then theoretically the two you added back to hand can be used as scales to then special summon the two that you added to the zones of this card. This seems really great. Um, being able to summon this gets your entire Magispector engine rolling, it seems like. Um, and let's go on to the last one, Magispector Wind. It's a quick play spell. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. When you activate this card, you can also tribute one Wind Spellcaster monster. So it feels like Rick a Glamour a little bit here. And it is special summon one Magic Specter monster from your hand or graveyard, or if you tributed a monster at activation, you can special summon it from your deck instead. This is also a fantastic card here. Um, it's tributing proactively or reactively because it's a quick play, so your turn or your opponent's. It can trigger Magic Specter Draco. And to make Draco, you only need two level four monsters. Okay, yeah, this... Uh, I can understand why people are saying this is really good. Um, I definitely think it's generic enough 
that you can fit all of these into a regular pendulum deck that's just trying to combo off and do something, which is kind of cool. Um, but again, like I'm not a big combo guy. I do feel like that's how people are going to end up using these cards. Um, I kind of already talked through like the interaction that I noticed with being able to go into this link two or this level four. Um, yeah, like, I mean, you just have such, if Kieran comes back, you just have such easy access to it, right? Um, your XZ gets you to it. Bunbuku can search it. Um, this new spell can summon it straight from your deck by, you know, essentially by tributing another wind monster, essentially tagging it out into Kieran and building it around that card is really good. So I'll say like mission accomplished as far as getting magic specter, a better way to be able to use its own boss monster for sure. And of course, you know, porcupine just being a free special, if you control a magic specter, um, I assume you probably still want to go for like beyond the pendulum over Magispector Orthrus, the link, um, unless you have like some really nice Magispector set up already um, because beyond the pendulum can get you a scale that's higher than five. Right. So you can like pendulum summon something like Kieran, um, or, you know, get you a low scale, whatever. Uh, but these seem to work very well also with uh, uh, Majesty Pegasus, the Draco Slayer. So I'm very interested here as to what people are going to do because there is, again, I don't know the line exactly because that's, that's my one weakness. As far as combos, I can kind of see interactions, but like when it comes to those really heavy combo decks with a lot of steps and a lot of lines, even though I'm very experienced with Draco Slayer, I can't really envision the lines right now. I'd have to, uh, I'd have to test them, but, um, well, you know what, actually scratch everything that I just said. Um, I actually think this card is insane. <laughs> um, this this link to, um, because I, like let's think through the whole play, right? Start with Bunbuku, right? You have nothing else in your hand except Bunbuku. You normal Bunbuku, which is what is that a scale five? Let's see, Bunbuku is a scale five. Perfect. Um, you get Porcupine to your hand, right? Porcupine lets you since you control a Magic Specter monster, you can special it. Uh, Porcupine's a scale two, by the way. So you now have two Magic Specters on the field. You link two into Orthrus, the link monster and you just you already have your two magic specters in the extra deck so uh, for some reason i was thinking that that wasn't going to be as easy to set up but it is that easy to set up um so you have nothing in your hand just just Orthrus on field it's going to trigger to add back bunbuku uh and porcupine to your hand so you already have a two and a five those are your scales and then you can put the other two, you know, any other two face-up Magispector Pendulum Monsters to your face-up extra deck. And so if you don't have a scale higher than five, higher than that Bunbuku, then adding Kieran there does nothing. But you'll have the Link 2, and then you can summon both of those other um, Magispectors that you added as a Pendulum Summon. And what you would probably get here is, I don't know, you could go Crow, which is a level four, Let's say Crow and Fox. Um, Crow gets you a spell. Fox gets you a trap or you get like Fox and Toad or something. Um, either one, depending on which cards you want to search. Search those cards. So you'll get two. You'll get a spell and a trap or two traps or whatever you want. And then you can overlay those for your new XZ, which is... Not going to do anything right that second, but even if you end on just that, you end on the link, two set cards, 
and this uh, XZ, and your spells and traps require you to tribute a wind spellcaster monster. So you'll tribute the link. And when you tribute the link for cost and do the thing, whatever, then your XZ is going to trigger to detach and special summon a level six or lower wind spellcaster from your deck, which is Kieran. So basically one Boonbuku by itself and nothing else in your hand is going to get you three disruptions, which is really good. Um, yeah, okay, that seems really good. That seems really good. It's like Electromite, but more, <laughs> I guess. Um, so what does that actually do you in terms of card advantage? So you have one Boonbuku and you end up with a Link, an XE, and two Traps. So you went plus three off of that interaction. And that's just one Boonbuku by itself, right? Imagine if you have other cards to work with. Imagine if you have like a higher scale than a scale five, you can get Kieran earlier or you can get like a second Kieran, which I guess wouldn't matter. I mean, it's probably only coming back to one anyway and it's once per turn. But um, if you have more stuff, then you can probably trigger this Magispector Draco, your XZ, on your turn as well. Um, of course, with Porcupine in the beginning, you could get an extra plus if you have a Magispector spell engraved. Yeah, these seem really well thought out and seem uh, seem very good. So like I said, I'm not a Pendulum expert, unfortunately. So other than that initial line that I just talked about with just the one Bunbuku, um, this definitely can fit in other Pendulum decks. Again, if for no other reason than just to make Bunbuku a one card beyond the Pendulum. Um, but the cool thing is like you don't even have to go into this uh, Magispector Orthrus immediately, right? You can do beyond the Pendulum stuff and even if you've pendulum summoned already, it's at least recur two back to your hand in that sense. So very good. The spell is very good. The XZ is good. And Porcupine is very good. So like these cards are great. I think they did well with these. So yeah, honestly, not as many cards to go through this time. No need for me to keep rambling. Um, so I'm going to leave it there. Like I said, I'll find something to react to on Friday. Um, or I guess on Thursday to drop on Friday and then back on next Monday, I'll have a full length episode where I think I'm going to talk about um, like my problems with the game more or less and talk about like how to fix them. I know we kind of did an episode all together about that, but I didn't get to say all of my ideas and all of my thoughts on that. So um, that should be fun. And with that said, oh, also, um, if you have any questions, any Q&A type questions, keep them fresh in your mind, because after next week's episode, I will probably be asking for those because I want to do one last big Q&A as well. Um, but yeah, with that said, I'll let you guys get back to your day. Um, if you think differently about these Magispectors, if you think they're bad, or maybe if you think I missed something, definitely let me know because I'm not perfect. Um, but yeah, with that said, I'll let you guys get back to it. Josh signing out, and I will catch you in the next one.